Thanks for listening to the Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18 to 25, grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Well, here we are on the other side of our fifth refuge retreat. Uh, It was quite the journey to get there. As some of you know, we did a podcast last week about, I think it was titled The Week Before the Retreat, and it was actually two weeks before the retreat because our retreat was postponed because Hurricane Ian turned out to be a very massive storm that uh, caused a lot of issues for a lot of people. And some of those were us. And we were fortunate that it wasn't as bad for us as it was in other places, but it did cause us to have to postpone our retreat. So we finally made it, but it was a little bit of damage control there for a while. Uh, But how do you feel, Caitlin? How are you feeling right now about our retreat? We're going to talk a little bit on this podcast about lessons learned, things that we learned uh, through this whole process of postponing and our feelings about it and all that kind of stuff. But how are you feeling now? We have voices, so that's good. We don't sound completely terrible. Yeah, we do have voices. I think this is the morning after the retreat for us. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, I, it always takes us, like at least myself, a week to really process everything that happened throughout the whole weekend. I think this morning I'm feeling kind of like we like went through a spiritual battle essentially and mm-hmm. we came out on the other side of it and it's like, man, there's victory, you know? Like I feel like yeah. we made it through. Um, I feel like we've learned a whole lot and it's just, it was, there's a lot of heaviness and weight over the past week of um, just rescheduling, but then also excitement and ex- like being expectant of what's going to happen. And then it, it all just happens and it happens so fast and like the Lord was so present and Um, there's so many really cool moments that happened over the weekend and we say this every time, but every single retreat feels so different and it's because it's a different group of people that show up every time. And so it was really cool this weekend to gather with, um, we had 70, about 70 students, I think from what 13, 13 different universities. And, um, A lot of them, this, you know, I think each retreat, this happens more and more, but a lot of the students that showed up, we had never met before. So I think one of those dynamics this, this weekend was really cool just to see students that we had never met before, just engaging, building new relationships, um, just the different dynamics of friendships and, um, everybody's personalities and stuff. It was really cool to experience that. I think too, um, off the top of my head, I always get very overwhelmed in the best way possible of the fact that like we are standing literally in the middle of a miracle of the fact that like, um, it it still just blows me away how God just like put this dream in our heads and we're seeing it played out in front of us. And so I think that's something that's still hard for me to wrap my mind around. And, um, especially with the team of people that he has, surrounded us with to pull something like this off I'm always very amazed when I walk away from a retreat weekend at the leaders that just pour out all weekend long um just but simply because they they are on mission with us they care about the mission that we have to unify a generation of college students to make disciples and 
And so they're willing to just show up and serve wholeheartedly for literally nothing in return. They literally just care. Not nothing. We give them some Starbucks drinks and some candy. Nothing that compares to the value (laughs) that they bring to the table. But this this weekend we had 20, 20 leaders that came and that just poured out. And I think I'm always just so grateful and just feel very, I don't know if it's just humbled or what it is that, that yeah. people would just come and give their time and really make it what it is because, um, we really are proud of what, you know, the retreat looks like when the students show up. And I think, um, it, it literally, we couldn't do it without them. Right. It's not us that make it all happen. It's this team that shows up. And so, uh, I, I have a mixture of emotions on yeah. the morning like tonight or today. I think it would have been easy to go into the retreat thinking, okay, let's just salvage this and just kind of like get by. And I mean, we only do two of these a year. And so we definitely don't want to approach any retreat like that regardless of what happens. But the I, I think it was harder for me to work up the excitement again. So we had already worked up excitement, excitement prior to what we thought was going to be the retreat last weekend or two weekends ago I guess now but we'd already worked at the excitement we had 120 students and 30 leaders so we were were gonna have 150 people meaning we had a lot prepared I mean we bought t-shirts for that many people we had food that was about to be ordered like literally we were waiting to order it and last second we were like man maybe we shouldn't buy that much food we might we might postpone this and there were some things that that went into it as well that was like Okay, if what happens if we talk to Camp Highlander and we can't postpone? Like what what happens, you know, if we if we get within and we're like, hey, this hurricane's bad. Uh, the majority of our students were coming from the East Coast of North Carolina. So we were just thinking like what happens if we get with Camp Highlander and they're like, hey, you can't do the retreat next weekend. Sorry. Well, we're going to cancel. <laughs> so there was a lot of unknowns that was stressful. And then we did it. And then we had a whole week of just nothing to do because... Well, there wasn't nothing to do, but we'd already, we were prepared. Everything's set up, everything's done. And now it's kind of like, oh man, bummer. But then we had to like work up the excitement again. And for some reason that was harder than I thought it was going to be. But um, yeah, leaders stepped in and there were some people that couldn't come and we knew we were going to have to kind of count our losses there. But I mean, here's the next question or here's the question that I have is why is it so difficult to just know that God's plan is better. Because in, in the moment, like you, you, you have your plan, the retreat scheduled, and you know that it's what, you know, here it is, it's gonna happen, you're, you're announcing it, you've had it scheduled forever, and then things change and you're bummed, but like the whole time it's happening, people are like, okay, well, you know, God knows what he's doing, it's his plan, and we hear that and we go, yeah, you're right, it is, but it's still so hard, like deep down to know that, God's plan is is better. And like the students that are going to show up, they're going to get something out of it. It's going to be awesome. And Caitlin, the whole weekend we kept hearing story after story of students that couldn't come the weekend before that we were originally planning to have the retreat. They could come this weekend and God was doing amazing things in their life. Or, you know, Camp Highlander staff, their main directors couldn't be there this weekend. And so one of the big factors of us even being there was if their backup person could be there. And Turns out he could be around. So like there were just a lot of details that were orchestrated for the retreat to happen this weekend and not when we originally planned it to happen. Yeah, I think 
it's one of those things that in the moment you just have to trust and know that like, yes, this was God's plan all along and like cling to that. And I think, I think we, we did, we knew. And it's one of those things that now on Monday, we're looking back over the weekend and we couldn't be more certain that that was exactly what was planned the whole time because we saw so many really, really cool things, heard a lot of really cool stories. God, um, really changed a lot of people's hearts over the weekend. Um, what were some of the highlights for you? Oh man. Um, so it was fun for me. I kind of stepped in last minute and played the keys during worship. Our friend Micah Brown led worship and another good friend of ours, Chris Dea sang and led worship as well. And that was, as far as our leaders go, that was the only musicians that could come this time around. And so, uh, just to kind of help out with the, the band, I was able to step in and play keys, which I, I had so much fun doing that. Was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was your first time. Yeah, and I haven't had that. I haven't had that perspective. You know, of Mm -hmm. leading. I've always been just kind of worshiping along with everybody else. That was fun. Uh, I mean, you can't not say there were four baptisms. I mean, Mm -hmm. we baptized four kids in a freezing lake uh, with disgusting, you know, mud and stuff all over their feet. But yeah, I mean, four students. Friday night on our retreat, we did a. The weekend was all about the gospel and. Second Timothy four, where it says preach the gospel in and out of season, and just preaching the gospel. So, like, do you have to be a an or, an ordained pastor or like a seminary degree or like an old man in order to preach the gospel? And like, truth is, no. Like, if you if you've been impacted or changed by the love of Jesus, then you've been called to preach the gospel, and at all times, not if you're in a good headspace, not if you're you know, you've been reading your Bible all week. Now I can go preach the gospel. It's in and out of season. So that out of seasons, I take that as you're not in a good place right now, but you still love Jesus and you're still changed by him and you are you are what is called a Christian. You've been called to preach the gospel. So we, we presented the gospel Friday night and we said, look, there may be some of you that, that have never surrendered your life to Jesus and you need to. And if that's the case, like, let's go. Let's, let's get baptized. Like, let's baptize you. We'll do it. And four students got baptized, so I mean, major. That's the first time we've done that on a retreat. We've had students that got baptized before, but we've never done like a full-on like altar call for a retreat. So that was awesome. That was really, really cool. What about you? Yeah, that is definitely my highlight, too. I mean, that's why we do what we do. I was sitting yesterday having a conversation with a student missing worship, missing the next session, they're like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, are you kidding me? I will sit here until midnight tonight to talk to you about giving your life to the Lord because Seriously. that's why we do what we do. And um, it, w- it was really exciting. It was an exciting moment for us. I think um, many, many different things. One was um, we had a lot of student leaders serving this weekend. At, uh, I guess we would call them like RR alumni. I, yeah. They're not technically college students anymore. Um, they graduated and they come back and serve with us. I think that is a really cool moment for us. We're mm-hmm. trying to have more and more student leaders come back and um, our alumni come back and serve with us. I just think it's really impactful um, to have them there. That was a huge win. Obviously, I think there's some really powerful moments in worship. I think yeah. um, that's always a highlight of my weekend. I also loved that we were able to hear from um, Todd Allwine, one of our, our friends, and he's just so wise, and yeah. he was able to pour in a lot so cool. on Saturday morning, so his session was really cool. And then Porter, um, who, who, who's a grad student right now, he came back as a leader, and he shared his his story on Saturday night, and I know um, I heard from several students how that impacted them. So it was really cool, cool just um, how God had planned all, 
all of those leaders to kind of be there and to to pour out and how that impact their obedience and just saying yes to that impacted um, the the whole retreat. Yeah. So those were those are some of my topics. Yeah, it was. It was great. I mean, the weather, it was cold. Yeah, it was It got cold. chilly at night. We, we knew up, it would be. We knew it would be cold. Um, it tends to be about four or, I don't know, it feels colder, but it tends to be four or five degrees colder at Camp Highlander than even at our house. And so, and then for some reason, when you go into this barn, Camp Highlander has a massive barn where we do our worship and our sessions. And for some reason, it's like 10 degrees colder in the barn. It's like there's AC running in there constantly. But um, it was just awesome. That was cool. There was one specific thing. You said this, but just the way God works, there was a, a moment, you know, as we're shifting and things are changing, when you're leading worship, as Micah was doing for us, we had a drummer and uh, my friend Dan, who's a great keys player, uh, was going to come. And Dan's kind of like the techie guy too, so he, he helps a lot with a lot of the tech stuff. Well, a lot of that stuff shifted to me which my head's in a lot of different places. And so that means a lot of things fell, uh, fell, you know, a little less quality, I guess, because I had my head in so many areas. But there was one specific moment in worship where we kind of decided to do this song at the last minute and uh, I had never heard it before. And so we were like, oh, let's just go for it and do it. And we're, we're, we're going through the set list and we get to that song and I'm literally typing in on the iPad in front of me, I'm typing in the chord charts for this song as the song is is now playing like we're we're in it we're waiting to sing it i'm typing in the chord charts to like figure out how to play it on the spot uh and apparently ever so is micah and so is christia like we're all just kind of figuring out oh gosh how does this song come in or start and we're it, so no lie it's kind of an awkward moment like we're all looking at each other everyone's kind of looking at us hunter is running the lyrics for the first time ever and he's like uh am i messing up like what's going on it was pretty chaotic well only as God does, he takes our failures and flaws and turns them into his amazing moments. Eventually, the, we the, some students that know this song see the lyrics and can tell what song we are trying to sing, and they know it. So they start to sing it, like, slowly and, yeah. and like, really quiet. Well, when they do, Christea is kind of picking up on it now, and she starts to kind of, you know, mumble it a little bit and sing it. I still don't even know the song, so I'm like, man, y'all just take it. Y'all just go with it. Now Mike is coming in, and it ended up being this really awesome moment mm-hmm. of just like authentic, raw, just I don't know, just very vulnerable worship. Uh, it was just I don't, to me that was a really cool. It went from being like a oh gosh, get me out of here kind of moment to like wow, God is awesome. God is that. Like God is awesome. Yeah, and I think too another thing that was really cool this weekend that wasn't going to be the same last weekend was um, our parents got to attend the retreat yeah, for the very awesome. first time. Um, we had called in my dad and stepmom for it last weekend, but then they, when we rescheduled, we were like, we still need you. We're down in the <laughs> kitchen. We need you. And we needed six people in the kitchen. So we were like, all right, we, we're calling in the reinforcements here. And so Adam, Adam's parents were already going to be coming into town. So they came in several days early to serve with us over the weekend. And I think that was really cool for them to be a part of. They've, you know, heard about refuge from day one and, um, so for them to be there and to kind of experience in that way and to serve in the kitchen, but they also got to experience some of our sessions and the table on Saturday night and, um, oh, the table, we didn't mention that. That was, oh, that was, was really amazing. cool. Yeah, Kaylee really did an cool. incredible job, um, just speaking at, um, I, th- I think it was a good message of just not giving the enemy a seat at our table and her practical experience with that, especially with leaving school. So, 
um, that that was really impactful. But yeah. it, it was awesome. It was really cool. Um, I think obviously still processing a lot of things, but yes, our our brain tends to be mush uh, on really uh, on Sunday night, and then moving into Monday morning, it, it's a uh, it's a time to process to kind of take in all that God you know did over the weekend and. We can't say thank you enough to our leaders. Uh, I, I was super thankful just for the students, for those that, that hung in there and said, yeah, I can come next weekend too. Uh, and then those that were like, oh, now I can go. I should, you know, Maybe I should go now. Um, and again, we heard some stories of kids that were like, oh, I wasn't going to come, but when y'all changed weekends, I was like, yeah, I'll come. And then they were just a huge part of the weekend. So it was awesome. We were so thankful. Uh, every retreat, yes, it's like your kids. Every retreat's different, but you love them. You, know, you just love them because they are unique. And obviously there's really awesome memories from from every retreat into this one will for sure will for sure have a memory a core memory for us for years and years to come because of having to postpone and then move and then just baptizing students and uh, it was just really cool so thanks everyone i I want to say special thanks to to anybody that's supported our ministry whether that's financially through prayer um just through sharing our story um these kind of weekends couldn't be possible without our our donor base, people that give to yeah. our ministry that allow it to happen at, at the, the level that we're able to um, pull it off. And so um, really, it's just really fun to be on mission with, with you all. And the fact that you would believe in this mission and to um, just give to it really changes things. And so without your help, we wouldn't have been able to do that this weekend. And so we want to say thank you. Yes. So thank you all. Hope you enjoyed the update. And uh, we'll be back and sound better. And maybe our brains will function better next week for the Refuge Hey, thanks for listening to the Refuge Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and were encouraged in some way. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast, and we will catch you guys next time.